Jen is taking that quiz asking about, have you ordered Avon? And she says it out loud. Was it like a BuzzFeed quiz? It must have been a BuzzFeed, a BuzzFeed quiz or one she found on Facebook, which ultimately probably was a BuzzFeed quiz. Right. But it was like, have you ever ordered Avon? And she read the question out loud and like from the rear seat, JJ somehow miraculously heard, have you ever ordered anal medicine or something <laughs> along that line? He's like, anal medicine? His mind, his like 12-year-old mind was absolutely blown by, by anal medicine. Is that what happens when you give it to daddy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, here, 10 seconds. Five. I said 10 seconds, you're like five, four. four. <laughs> That's not how it's done. Welcome to hey. Running Beer. Hey, hey, welcome to Running Beer BSA podcast where we discuss those things and more. I am Flores. I'm Johnny. And welcome to episode nine. Today, tonight, this evening, time this changes week? jacked me up. Dude, that sucked. Uh, I, don't, I don't care what they say. You notice that hour you lose. Yeah, it's, it's a thing. Well, We'll get into why it sucked even more for me, or at least yeah. it felt like it sucked more. But episode nine today, we're talking about motivation. We um, asked on Facebook a few weeks ago to give us some motivational tips uh, for some new runners. And then John and I have some other like motivational ideas and stuff like that. But as we do, as always, the first thing, what's uh, what's dehydrating us this evening? I'll tell you what's not dehydrating us. The awesome beer you're supposed to remember to bring back from <laughs> Chicago. So I was in Chicago. And uh, I was supposed to bring, I told myself, I was like, you know, it'd be really cool. I'm going to visit all these like cool breweries. I'm going to go to like some real local places. I'm going to bring back some cool beer and that's what we'll drink on the podcast. And then I'm pulling in our driveway this uh, afternoon and I go, "Mm, I know what I forgot that, uh, that beer, but I didn't even buy it. So it's not like I bought it left in the fridge. I literally just forgot. I mean, it's only like a 12 hour drive back up. You should turn around 12 hours, but what are you drinking? How far is it? With the Chicago? Yeah. Five and a half. That's it? Yeah, that's super fast to get to Chicago. That's amazing. And you get the hour on the way back. Hmm. Me and you might have to talk about something later on then. Oh, gosh. Uh, so, anywho, this to this fine week, tonight-ish time frame, I am drinking, honestly, one of my favorite beers from one of my favorite breweries, Wolf's Ridge Brewing Clear Sky Daybreak, which is just like the absolute perfect combination of a very light creamy vanilla uh coffee flavor all rolled up in one so it's like you look at it and it's i mean it's a clear beer well i was when i saw it in the bottle and i was pouring it i was like i didn't expect it to look like that it has this like golden pale ale it almost looks like a flat pale ale like the way it sits in the glass yeah and it uh, it is it is it's extremely creamy but it has a I mean, just an outstanding vanilla coffee finish to it. And it, because it's so creamy, it just kind of like coats the tongue. <laughs> it it's, coats the tongue. Look, it's so creamy, it coats the tongue. How it, am I not supposed to laugh at that? It coats the tongue or it gets the bottle again. <laughs> uh, this is going to be a wonderful, wonderful uh, evening. Sake on dinner long. Yeah, sake, sake. Uh, so, no, it is It is honestly one of my favorite beers, and I I truly love Wolf's Rage. It's one of my favorite breweries. So, Clear Sky Daybreak. Love it. Uh, you are drinking one of my nemesis. Yeah, I'm drinking a, a Hoof Hearted. 
which John, I don't. We'll have to talk about why. I think you've explained to me why you're just like, Dah. hate them. Whatever. I mean, they make meth in the back of their trailer. I'm sure. <laughs> Fucking hillbillies. <laughs> you know what's funny is if they would have just stuck with being hillbillies, like if they would have just said, we're fucking Marengo and this is what it is, and they would have just embraced that, I would have. You'd have been okay with it? I would have. I, I it's so weird how much I allow my fucking hatred for that IKEA of a throw up brewery. That I've they, still, I still haven't made it out there it's yet. It's a shithole. It is. I hate that brewery with every ounce of my being. Um, but it has truly that that brewery, the way they designed it on Fourth Street, it has truly ruined like any appreciation I could have for their beer. Like I, I, I really had to try it one time just to drink one of their beers and forget that that brewery exists and just try to enjoy it. Yeah. But um, it is it all stems from that. It, so John's talking horrible. Like again, <laughs> I'm drinking hoofhearted. <laughs> I enjoy it. I'm drinking their. Uh, Who'd like to hold my clipboard? <laughs> so stupid. Because why not? Dude, it's a, it's a double IPA with pink guava, vanilla, and lactose. This is the weirdest thing. This is the last one of my four pack. Uh, y- when you take a sip of it, it's your typical double IPA, so like real hard on the front. Yeah. The aftertaste yeah. is smooth vanilla. That's interesting. And you're just like, um, I don't know what's going on here. And then you drink a bunch of me like, oh, it's 9%. It's time for bed. See, I, and what's funny is... The way you describe that, that sounds like something that I would possibly enjoy. Dep- wait, wait, wait. You'd depending en- on how... You would enjoy a double IPA? Depending on how <laughs> hoppy and how bitter it was, I may enjoy that because that vanilla back on it, like yeah. you're saying. you know, Because I, it's an IPA and they're because, your favorites. Because, I know. I really kind of like <laughs> pigeonholed them. Like, it would really depend on how hoppy it is, but I, I might enjoy that. But I have really got to... I, I've got to go to counseling or something and get myself over like... My deep root. I also remember that one time we went to the can release up there. Remember that? Um, yeah. Oh, what was that? I can't remember what they released up there at one time, but you and I drove up It was there. early. It was before they did like the ticketed tan- can releases and stuff like that, where yeah. they used to just like show up and you're like, oh, I'm going to wait for an hour now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and they, they had, I, rem- I distinctly remember because they're far enough up uh, outside of Moringa that they're actually in Morrow County. I believe. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, I think. So, I mean, they actually legitimately had to have deputy sheriffs on this back-ass country road <laughs> directing traffic yeah. uh, because they're so far. But anywho, I also feel like I remember one time, that time, having a, a beer up there that didn't really blow my mind because it was, you and I were discussing it, and it was, you could just, you could, you had the feeling that they made the beer, mm-hmm. and then they, it was almost like adding the coffee Flavor to Oh, it? that's right. What was that? I don't know. They've done it with a bunch of theirs where they had like, they just add coffee to it. And, and it, it literally just tasted like that beer with coffee added to yeah, it. Yeah, it was really bizarre. Like it did. So then I've, I, 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 there's a couple of people who I, I follow on Twitter who I really, really respect their, um, uh, their ability to, to taste and, and decipher and analyze beer. Um, and, and I've asked them like, when you taste something, do you prefer that the flavors be very independent of one another? And like, i.e. that beer where you're like your beer, boom, coffee. Do you prefer that? Or do you prefer where the tastes kind of like blend together and you're like, there? it's more of a subtle transition. Right. So, like it's a, it's a part of the beer. Yeah. Not like you just added an extra so ingredient. It's weird Cause now I actually catch myself like, well, 
what? It, and I would assume I would. I, I'm guessing the right way is whatever way you enjoy more. Right. It's probably the generic answer, but I feel like there's probably like it's like. It's like our nutrition answer. Like you know what's best? <laughs> whatever works for you. Whatever you don't throw up. <laughs> so I, I kind of now wonder if there's not a. I wonder if there's not a right way. Like I, I wonder if there. I, I would love for like a hardcore beer aficionado to say no. It really should blend, or no, you should really be able to have pronounced flavor differences. Because that's also one of my things with theirs is like I'm still stuck on that beer also, where I just distinctly remember that it had like that really. Oh, I better stand up and suck my gut in. <laughs> We're about to do like a, a sneak peek live video thing. I'm trying to get both of us in here. Why is that not working? Uh, there it is. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Hold on, I gotta hit this safe. Is, this is good podcast. This is great right podcasting. Yeah. We're starting a video. So. Why not? <laughs> Two, right. one, go now. And so, really. um, but now, yeah, I got to figure out which one is the right way, right? Yeah. Well, I don't think. I, I mean, like I said, to our to our cheesy answer of it's whatever works best for you. But I would think that like more blended would make sense. Like, why would you want to have the flavors be completely separated? There's a difference between, like, tasting the difference. Like, here with this beer, it's like, I know there's the IPA on the front, and I can taste a little bit of the vanilla on the back. Yeah. But that, it still blends nice. It's not like, hey, here's an IPA. Why did it just get smacked in the face with vanilla? So that one blends better than that one that we're talking oh, about right sure. now. Oh, for sure. Okay. For so sure. Then, I, then I'm going to go with that it should be able to blend. Like, I, I think you should be able to tell that flavor's there. But it should also slowly blend to where you notice it, right? right. So that that's my other kind of hang up with them, and 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 it's like I've said, I talking to the, the the people I was talking about who I follow on Twitter who are like really hardcore beer aficionados. I have admitted to them that I probably should really revisit Hoof Hearted, yeah, and and and, and just give it a shot. You know, maybe give it a fair shot before I start like flipping them the birds as I'm like, <laughs> driving by their place on Fourth. Like I don't care about you. Yeah. I don't care if your beers. I don't care if your name is really cool. Yeah, Hoof Hearted. Is, is that Musk cool? of the Minotaur? Is that name cool though? I mean, it's funny. Who uh, he said who farted? Yeah, I mean it's. I mean I'm pretty immature. That's that's pretty juvenile for even my level. Is it? Yeah, that's pretty. I don't know. I, right, do, yeah, that, re- I do really enjoy the name of their beers. Like the name of the beers crack yeah, me up. And they just they're. I mean the labels are just like. <clears throat> we'll take a picture and put it on the socials, but it's like the labels are super weird. Because it's just like, who'd like to hold my clipboard? And it's just like a dude singing on a guitar. And like another guy, just like a girl, like Nazi. <laughs> Why is she doing this? Loop? I don't know. That is, I, I think she is raising her hand for, I would like to hold the clip. Maybe. Here, here is what is funny. As, as much as I find hoof-hearted, juvenile, and like petty, I, I hate to admit it. I fucking think the name of that one beer is Side Piping. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hysterical. They got side piping, it's mom side pipe. jeans, well, the side piping, dong. The side piping because it has <laughs> the picture of the jeans and it has... The can. The, the, it's a can. That's it, what it it's, is. It's the can. Yeah. He's side yeah. piping the can. It, it fucking cracks me up. So I don't know what you're I, talking about. Yeah. yeah. I don't Could think be, anybody's watching this video, but that's cool. We're going to edit anyways. Deuces. <laughs> they just did a live video for no reason on Facebook because, you know, podcasting. You never know. Yeah. That's what we're drinking tonight. So we're, we're keeping it local. Uh, tonight, mostly because I forgot to bring stuff. Uh, Someone stuff dropped home. But before we get into all the the fun stuff, I did. John, how was your week? Uh, I had a really good week. I had some good runs in. Had a nice um, had a nice ten mile run yesterday. The weather was 
perfect yesterday was for it? a run too. It was like maybe low to mid thirties, but it was um low to mid thirties, but it was just absolutely crystal clear, beautiful sky. Um, so yesterday it was a good run. Today we did uh, a group of us went out to DS, uh, yeah, out to DSP and did a little bit of a run slash hike. Yeah, slash I saw I saw that on Facebook. Mark posted some pictures yeah. that are looking really clean. Yeah, uh, just just a little trail maintenance. It was it is nuts to be out there and be able to see how high up and what trails the water made it to. Mm-hmm. It's it was b- unbelievable, and then like the amount the the rate at which the Corps of Engineers has the water dropping right now is insane. So what, was, what is it? Do you know? I, I, what it, I, did they say? It's dropping at a rate of like something crazy, like four feet a day or some crazy Holy shit. It is. It's insane. But here's what's kind. Of, so we were out at this one section where it's kind of, um, kind of a, a off the wall place where you wouldn't think of water even being at, and there was a branch that was lodged in some trees, and mm-hmm. you could tell that that was there because that's where the water was. That's where the water line was. Wow. And you're like, damn, that is deep. Like it, it, it was, it was, re- it was really cool. So we we cleared off some trail. Yeah. We did leave some stuff on the trail just yeah. to have something now to jump over and yeah. Like well, you don't want a clean trail because that's yeah, a boring yeah. race. Yeah. So we did leave something. Was it was it uh, sticky mud? Uh, or was it pretty well dried out? The only place where it is, it has the potential to be pretty gnarly, come race day is Mink Run. Really. Yeah, it's, of all places, usually Mink's yeah. not. I guess Mink has its spots. Yeah, it essentially all of Mink run, <laughs> like um, all the way to Lakeview or all the way to well, the so, campground. So on, yeah, on Seamus they don't use Lakeview. They turn like you know how Lakeview makes that right. They yeah, go straight there. We do. So, yeah, yeah. I thought so. they did Lakeview the first time. Mm-mm. Nope, you do. Lakeview sucks anyways. Lakeview is horrible. Yeah, so. Um, and, and today it was – here's what we kind of actually need to hope for is that it doesn't get a whole lot warmer if it stays kind of yeah. frozen. So if it thaws, though. I was telling Kayla that on the on the way in. I go, that's that's best-case scenario. So yeah. they say semi-cool yeah. because if not, it's just going to be an absolute slush yeah. fest. And then, I mean, like everything we went by today, I mean, it's, you know, a little soggy, but it wasn't like – yeah, you know, it's not like it's like sucking your shoes off muddy. You know right. what I mean? It's it's not it's it's trail running. Yeah, I mean it's the way it's supposed to be. God damn it! <laughs> so don't try to change me. You know what are you, know, you doing? Wash your shoes off when you're done. You don't have to throw them away. Yes, you, be, you, you put them in the washing machine. So no, that's what that's uh you know that yesterday the other cool thing about yesterday is we went to the Columbus Crew game. Hashtag save the crew. <laughs> Hashtag save the crew. So. Please and thank you. Yeah. So uh, what did, what, why did you go to Chicago? Kayla was going to see pink. She got concert to see the pink. She got tickets to see the pink concert. Kayla. Sure. Kayla. I didn't see it. I swear. Yeah. Why am I, why am I wearing the concert? You t-shirt? still have glitter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So she went to the concert. 
and I hung out with uh, Dr. Mike, which shout out to, to Dr. Mike for the third episode in a row because he was like, hey, I just started listening to your podcast a few episodes ago. I like how I've been on every single one I've listened to. That is <laughs> he goes, weird. He goes, it was so great. He goes, it was great hearing John call me out about standing in the expo like, oh, I can't stand for 30 more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, I have me died in the car. <laughs> but I hung out with, uh, with Mike. We went to uh, Motor City Brewing, uh, it was, it was just like a... I don't know, like a five, 10 minute drive from him. Motor City Brewing? So apparently the area of town it's in used to be like manufacturing stuff. Because what, I mean, for me, I get, when I think of Motor City, I think of Detroit. Detroit, yeah. I don't know. He said that area, like whatever that row of area yeah. was, that's what it was. It was like vehicle something or another. I didn't get really? to it. Yeah. Huh. But they're pretty cool. They had, um, I had, I had Bella with us, so. We were kind of limited in where we could go, so we had to go with places that didn't have food. Yeah. Then we just had some food ordered in, but they had a pretty decent selection of stuff. Nothing really, like, wowed me. Yeah. I had a uh, a black IPA called uh, Alpha, or After Dark, I think. Wasn't too bad, and then I had a, a red ale, too, I think, there. and I mean, it was good. It wasn't anything to, like, go crazy about. Right. So, yeah, we did that, and then we woke up uh, Saturday morning, and he was getting a... Uh, a 20 mile run in with the, his fleet feet crew and John's. So John's only contribution to the notes this <laughs> week was writing That's WTF awesome. after I said, great group run with fleet feet. What the fuck? It's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. That's, that's a whole nother. We'll get into that one. That's a whole episode. Um, but yeah, so it was a group <laughs> of people. They were out in Barrington, which is apparently like, it's what I would equate to like, New Albany to Columbus, but like an hour away. But it's like, I mean, bigger than New Albany. These are like giant homes sitting on like five to ten acre plots, yeah. like mansions. These so things, they're struggling. Yeah, it's it's a hard place to yeah. live. <laughs> paycheck to paycheck. Exactly. But we, we we head out there because that's apparently the only real good area that you can get great hill training in huh. in the Chicago area. Yeah. So we head out there. They do an eighteen mile run out there and a twenty mile run. We were doing the twenty this week. And I get there, and first I'm heading out there, and Mike Mike runs. He's, he's shooting for sub three, so obviously a hell of a lot faster than I am. Like I run the half in that, and, <laughs> and he's like, I said, hey, he's like, you want to do this group run? I was like, yeah, I'd love to go out there and do the group run. Are there going to be people like your people or like <laughs> my people? And he's like, what's your people? I'm like, like I could probably do. 10.30. Like, 10, 10, 10 is going to be, like, a stretch of, like, I'm probably going to be dying, especially if it's, like, a little bit hilly. Yeah. It's probably not going to be good for me. He's like, no. I talked to the people. He said, it's great. I'm like, sounds good. We get there. All I see... Mike's a fucking liar. Well, to his defense, <laughs> he goes, afterwards, he was like, he's like, dude, I asked, and they told me, I'm so sorry that didn't work out. So, <laughs> now you see how the story is going to turn around here. So... We go, we get there and I, we're going this, uh, it was at a school, like a high school is where they all met. And all you see is Boston marathon jackets, uh, the blue and yellow baby. Oh my gosh. Like all over. And I'm like, this is not a good Cause time. you know, they're not allowed to, they're not allowed to show up anywhere without their blue and yellow. Oh one. yeah. Well also this was a 20 miler for the Boston because this yeah. is their training run. I'm like, oh, that shit makes sense. Boston's yeah. in a month, just over a month. Well, they want to make sure they all know they all have big dicks. <laughs> well, funny thing is more girls than guys there. And that's a whole nother yeah. topic of 
It's easier for them to qualify. Uh, that conver- that uh, conversation came up once or twice. Not by me. Uh, I did not say those words. That's tough. Those words did not come out of my mouth, Oof. nor do I agree with those conversations. <laughs> we do not. <laughs> we need a disclosure. Like, yeah. these are not the thoughts or actions thereof. Uh, so we get there and we get started. And I knew I was like, all right, I started a little too fast. Looked at my watch and I'm going like, a nine, 10, nine, 15. Cause it's like, these people were just flying. Oh, so like, God. I just felt like, so in the first like half a mile, I felt, felt myself I'm like, I feel like I'm going a little too fast. I looked down, I go, definitely, definitely. It's not in my head. I'm really going too fast. I go, all right, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to back off a little bit, let all these fast people pass me. And then like my slow people be like up to me. I'm like, this is great. Good idea. We're on like a sidewalk before we turn into this road, the road half a mile, maybe. We turn on the road. I see all, all these people pass me. Everything's fine. I turn around. There's nobody behind me. I am the I am the slow people. Nine twenty five. Oh my! God. And I'm losing the group in front of me. God. And there is no one behind me. I'm like, that's a twenty mile run. I go. I don't know where I am because Mike sent me the route. I'm like, no, 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 cool, bro. I'll be with these people. Like, God. I don't need to learn this. So the level of arrogance, oh, it was just, it was, I don't need to learn this. It was, yeah, learn that lesson, but to, to credit, it was a very good run because I kept them in eyesight. They had a couple like aid station stuff set yeah. up. The first aid was at like four and a half miles, five miles. When I got there, they were like hanging out. So they're like, they would go, they would sit, they would get their Gatorade. They had like gels and like had a bunch of, it was like a full off aid station. It was yeah. crazy. Get there. And I see that there's people still there. I'm like, great. Because I was probably a minute behind at this point. I saw them. I go, a lot of people here. I'm going to go in, get a shot of Gatorade. I'm going to get out to make sure I have people on both sides of me. And then just like 15 girls just like fly by me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I hate all of you. But this was the weird thing. Is they did you, <clears throat> their, their training plan was, so it's 20 miles, but it was like five miles at easy pace. And then you do eight miles at marathon pace. <sighs> You do four miles at half marathon pace. Then you do a little bit of recovery. Then you go back to marathon pace. And I'm just like, I just want to run and not die. (laughs) Like, what's what's that? So they're passing me on their warm up pace. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) so I love the fact that right now they're in Chicago. Like, who is that? Sorry, fuck from Ohio. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, so we like, whose friend was that? Yeah. I don't, I don't know who that was. That wasn't me. <laughs> so we went, we did this like crazy hill. It was, it was a really good route. And about mile eight or so, the two people that ended up being behind me, cause they were behind me. Once I passed through that aid station, they, they were still there. They caught back up to me. And when I was with them, uh, her name uh, was Haley. She was from New Zealand. So it was just great talking to her the entire time. Just like hearing this voice. And I'm like, Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I <Other> left <laughs> and gone. Yeah. Um, but we were talking to a guy named Scott. Uh, he didn't have a good end of his run. I'll have to show you his Strava. Like, you know, the flybys. Yes. So you, you go there and you like see Haley and I like going back and forth. And then like Scott just like slow, slow. And then it's like his thoughts not moving, but we're still moving because we turned around. And he was gone. No shit. But all of a sudden, like we're talking to him, stuff like this. And I am clicking off. 9:20, 9:30. We had one mile that was like at 8:55 at like mile 15, God. and I am just clicking it off, and I'm like, "This is amazing." <laughs> and then I came to the realization I have to leave all of my friends because they're too slow, and they're holding me back. 
Right, <laughs> that's what happened. That's it's not. It's not me dry heaving on the side of the road. Yeah. Um, but no, it was, it was a really good run to to say that for the last three minutes of wrapping of why. But I just wanted to shout out Haley because I told her I have a podcast. <laughs> is, she, is, she, is she going to bother to listen? I don't know. I added her on Strava. I'm going to harass her again. Yeah. So uh, you'll like this one comment she made. She uh, she was talking about her and her husband. They're both from New Zealand. Yeah. So they're he, he's here on a work visa. Kiwis. <clears throat> and she keeps she kept going. She's like, yeah, I like to refer to. I'm not trying to do the accent. She's like, I like to refer myself as a dirty immigrant. <laughs> That's awesome. And she goes, and I don't understand people like they talk about these people. They're like, I'm also an immigrant. I'm like, yeah, I was like, I was like, but you're a functioning member of society, like joking around. She's like, yeah. but I'm not because I because <laughs> I can't get a job. I'm like, it's awesome. I didn't think of that. Yeah. Like, all right. She goes, yeah, but like she was one or two more school shootings. And I think I'm going to go back to New Zealand. God, that's crazy as shit that she has to think yeah. like that. But yeah, so <clears throat> that what's funny, what's funny is she'll never be considered a dirty immigrant because, well, right. she's probably she's white. She's white, blonde hair, blue eyes, more than likely. No, she's sure. white brunette, but yeah. 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 yeah but still, so, yeah. yeah. She's yeah. white. Yeah. That's all we have. Yeah. White. 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 Um, so this might be a good time talking about good runs and bad runs. Maybe now's when we should tell the story. Well, I don't know the whole story. So it's now a good time to do it? Let's do it now. Let's do it now. So we have his permission to tell this story. <laughs> does it, does it matter if we didn't? Uh, it's bad. It's is it? that bad. I honestly I don't know if I would tell the story if he did not give me permission. Here's the question. Should we say the name? How about this? You say the name. Yeah. And if it's that bad and I don't think we could do it, okay. I'll just put a beep over his name. That's kind of funny. So it's, it's <laughs> little Chad Baxendale. <laughs> so of course Ch- it is. It, of course it is. So it's little Chad Baxendale. Okay. So it's Saturday. I have my run done. I'm, I feel good. Scott Wolf and I are heading down to, uh, to the crew game and all that uh, and all stuff. And Chad calls me. Chad never calls, by the way. Chad always texts. We always, always text. Like very few. I don't I don't call people very often. Because we're adults. Yeah. So almost we're always We're adults. Texting. We only use text messaging, yeah. not the technology that was around when we were kids. Chad calls me. I'm like, oh, shit. This has got to be important. I'm like, dude, I'm not trying to be rude, but I got to take this phone call. Cause I'm in the truck with Scott. I don't want to be a dick. He's like, yeah. no, go ahead. Did I take the phone call? I'm like, what's up, man? He's like, you won't fucking believe what just happened. I'm like, uh, okay, lay it on me. He's like, uh, so I was out on a run. I'm coming down South old state. Um, and I'm right by aficionados. And I'm like, ah, I've heard of aficionados, but I'm not hundred percent sure it was. And he's like describing where it is. Yeah. I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And he's like, uh, all of a sudden rumble, rumble, rumble. I'm like, Yes, tell me more. Continue I'm like, with the yes. story. He's like, dude. He's like, I need to find a bathroom so bad. I'm like, wait a second. I was like, there's a speedway right there. He's like, no, yeah. no. He's like, way too bad for a speedway. Way too bad. He's like, I, for I, a speedway. For a speedway. Imagine what kind of ungod destruction you're getting ready to lay onto a bathroom <laughs> if it's too bad for a speedway. Uh, this is where we say, sorry, Starbucks of Dublin. Yes. So that's actually hilarious because he brought that up. <laughs> and we'll continue on. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'm still not allowed that Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> the barista's like, no. Yeah. Get out. Out. I have a hundred. Get out. <laughs> so, uh, um, so he's like, no, it was way too bad. Now it was, what's funny is because of the job, because my career I have, I do kind of know where like every 
spot is that has a restroom and like kind of where it's laid out. Mm-hmm. The odd thing about that particular speedway is the restroom is right at the front door, right next to the counter. Oh. So if you do anything too ungodly, they're going to know. So I'm like, oh man. Like, so he's like, I had to find a Porter John. I had to find a Porter John. I'm like, Jesus, this must be. He finds a Porter John. He gets into it. He has his shorts, well, tights, because it's a little cold that day, I think, for, especially yeah, for him. It was 45 degrees, yeah. so he needed tights. He, had, he says he has his tights partially down, and he's kind of in a half-squatted position, not down yet, <laughs> and it unleashes. Oh. He said... <laughs> He said he shit explosive shit all over, all over his pants, all over like the outside and inside of his pants, all down the back of the legs, all over his shoes, the seat, some on the wall. If I if I remember correct, because at this point I'm laughing really really hard, trying not to drive off the road, and I'm like, you got me. He's like he's like all he's like all over everywhere, and here is the icing on the cake. He is in there trying to clean himself up like a big baby that he is. <laughs> and for some sick ass reason, the construction people decided to work on a Saturday. <laughs> he says he can hear them starting to show up and get ready. <laughs> and his big dumb ass is in a porter john trying to clean shit off of himself. <laughs> so he's telling me this. And then I realize I'm like, wait a second. Are you running right now? He's like, yeah. I'm like, did this just happen? He's like, it just happened. I just started running again out of the shitter. I'm like, oh my god, that's unfucking believable. I'm like, Chad, get, dude, can I tell him? He's like, he's like, yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, he has. Yeah, I'm not taking his name out. Yeah, he. We have permission from him oh, that to is, tell that story. I, I mean, here's the awesome thing. I if I if I understand right, he he finished all 15 miles of that run. He actually finished the run. I talked to him later that day and or he sent me a text later today and it was simply to the phrase of my ass is so chafed. <laughs> That's all it was like no intro into the no, text. No anything no, there. No, 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 just my ass is so chafed. So yeah. So I didn't know this whole story. Chad texts me on, uh, on Saturday asking me about how my run was at morning. And he was FYI gave John some epic pond podcast topic today. And I'm like, which was I'm like, Oh, let me hear your great idea for a topic for us to do, which is going to be dumb. Why like, running is harder for short people. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get him started on that. I'm sure he has some sort of uh, political opinion on that one. But he goes, it, I said, which was, and he goes, it involves a porta potty, major GI issue, an embarrassing last two miles home, major chafing, immediate shower, and laundry went home. All while Let It Go came on my music. That was your part. <laughs> yes. First, why is he, why is Let It Go? On his, <laughs> on his song plan. I overlooked that and I just put LMAO because I'm like, I, there, there was a lot of questions there. Yeah. The, which is the, the weirdest thing is I went the same place you did of, so you shit yourself. That's great. Why is let it go on your yeah. phone and on your like shuffle playlist that you're listening to? How odd of a world do we live in as ultra runners? where like, oh, you shit yourself. Cool. Cool. So let it go was on your playlist. What happened? Like never mind. Like all the other great like yeah. songs. I'm like that's interesting. That uh, so. Yeah. Why was that on? Sure, buddy. Yeah. So that is that is that is our. That's a story for the, the story ages. For, yeah. So. Well, hey Chad, you're there famous. You you're famous there now. Internet famous. Is it is it weird that in the last th- last month 
we've had stories about two people shitting themselves on I, the podcast. I, dude, I love this. I love this community. <laughs> I do. I mean, there's something I really do enjoy about the fact that you will push yourself so hard and so long that you'll shit yourself. I just think it's and hilarious it's that, he, that he called you like right, right afterwards. After. Like it was funny. is like that part actually, when he started describing the fact when I kind of finally put together, like, wait a second, you're breathing hard. Are you still running? Yeah. And for some reason that kind of made me gag. Like that triggered some sort of like gag reflex. I'm like, Oh my yeah. God. He's like knowing that yeah. there is like shit yeah. on this man. <laughs> there is a grown ass man running down South old state in Lewis Center. in Lewis center with shit on him talking to me on the phone. For some reason I could smell it through the, I was like, Oh my God, I'm going to get fucking sick. Like this oh, dude we just is- lost a ton of listeners. <laughs> no. They're driving in their cars going, oh, I can smell. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was like, oh, God, like, God. I want nothing to do with this. Uh, yeah. I think this is a good segue into motivation for new <laughs> runners. So how do you stay motivated, folks? Yeah, don't poop yourself. Run that's faster to the toilet. <laughs> like, that's it. Get it's, those pants. Another reason, don't wear tights. So, uh, well, here's, what's, here's, here's the catch. And, like, it, this is one of the weird things I find kind of odd about the human body is when you need to shit, you can't run faster. The faster you run, the more you need is. to shit. Yeah. So, you're like, Fuck, what do I do? Like, you are really, uh, you're in quite the pickle, <laughs> guys. And if you ever see a runner on the side of the road and it looks like they're stretching their IT band, <laughs> they're not. It's <laughs> so fucking awesome. They're not. <laughs> if you see me running down so, Halk Road and I'm, I'm just stopped <laughs> hanging out by a tree, <laughs> I'm not stretching an IT I'm band. I'm not stretching. I got 1.75 miles I need to, to not poop myself. So so here's, here's <laughs> I will take it a step further. Folks, if you're driving and you see me and I am stretching a hammy slash IT band, don't just assume I'm stretching. Stop the fucking car and get me to a restroom. I need to shit. When you, when you have to stop. That's when it gets really bad. Because somehow psychologically, like, uh, this is going to fix it. <laughs> Because you had to clinch. You're stopped all the way clinching. You are in full-on clinch mode. So awesome. Just retitle this episode. It's this... Shitty situations. Shitty situations you catch yourself in. Uh, motivation. Yeah, though. so but motivation. We had... <coughs> such a weird... I don't know. I mean, there's not a good segue to it, but we asked a few people a few weeks ago, and John and I will just read back and forth. You want to read Doug's? So, yeah, I like Doug. Like... Uh, I mean, I, well, I, I mean, I do like Doug. I, was, lo- I love lamp. <laughs> lamp. Dove lamp. Uh, so Doug, uh, Doug Heil, uh, good dude, long time possum. Um, he, he has the exact best motivation and it just start off slow, start slow, ramp up slow. Don't get frustrated when people pass you. Uh, just enjoy it. Smile, wave high, go slow. Do you notice a theme here? Yeah. It's like he said, slow, three go times. slow, you know, sign up for a race or don't sign up for a race. You know, but create a stretch goal to work, uh, work toward when you're ready, break out and run like they do on Christmas, uh, chariots on fire or like Phoebe on friends, which is an awesome <laughs> reference because that is honest to God of all the friends episodes. That might be my favorite where Phoebe is running and it is fucking phenomenal. Um, uh, regardless of how you run or what you're doing, have fun. And remember 
lots of us are also out there trying to figure it out too. So, uh, I mean, I feel like Doug, that's perfect. I I mean, honestly, I think if I was ever going to give anyone advice, that is probably pretty close to exactly what I would say. It's like, dude, just go out nice and slow. Have fun. Do you. And do do you. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. Don't worry. Like, here's a secret. There's going to be people faster than you. Yeah. It, it just is. But you know what's awesome? There's people slower than you, and there's people. I mean, unless you're running in the group I was running in. <laughs> unless you're Jonathan trying to run pasta qualifiers, <laughs> there's someone slower than you. <laughs> you are you are the slow. <laughs> oh, that guy. I was, dude, they kept looking back at me like, is he with us? Is he okay? Is he with this? Two people asked me, like, everything going good? I'm like cramps today yeah like i'm uh, sh- i'm fine yes i mean <laughs> humble a- humble brag i finished at 20 at a 941 pace dude I, I mean i can't do that i was i was proud yeah oh, and then i ran six yeah. this morning yeah i could still feel my legs yeah <laughs> so, then drove five and a half hours home yeah so um no but to, to back to dogs like yeah, sorry he's right he's you know just stay patient stay start slow yeah finish slower it's not it's you're not the only race you're racing is against yourself. So yeah. I love Doug's. Like Doug's has a great one. Yeah. Um, uh, Greg Henneman posted a, a quote as Hunter S. Thompson said, life should not be a journey to the grave with the intention of arriving safely in a pretty and well-deserved, well-preserved body, but rather to skid and broadside in a cloud of smoke, thoroughly, thoroughly used up, to- totally worn out and loudly proclaiming, wow, what a ride. Running is one of the best rides out there. Go have fun. I think that's like... It, that whole quote to me is yeah. really just like live life and don't Dude. just like, don't like hide yourself from yeah. like the what ifs, like what if I fail? What if I can't finish this race? What if I get hurt? What if I fall? What if I have to shit? <laughs> what if I have to shit myself? Um, it's funny. So uh, if I were to uh, simplify that beautiful quote yeah. down into Johnny language, it'd be <laughs> grip it and rip it. <laughs> like, that's just it. Just fucking grip it and yeah. rip it. But here's one of the best... And, and just to echo how right Greg is here, one of the best pieces of advice I was ever given by well, one of my running mentors was I, I was having some anxiety about signing up for a hundred. I was super scared to sign up for my first hundred, and if, and 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 it was it was Chad Hill asked me he's like, well, dude, what are you what are you worried about? Like, what is your fear about signing up? And I said, well, it's that I fucking DNF. He's like, all right, well, he's like, if that's your fear. If the reason you're not going to sign up for this hundred is because you're afraid you're going to DNF, then you'll probably never sign up for a hundred. Right. Until you accept the fact that DNFing in a hundred is a very strong and probable outcome. Yeah. Don't do it because that's it's that's just it. So yeah, if you're just going to worry yourself into decisions, yeah, you, I mean yeah. you can do that with anything in life. Yeah. You know, it just depends on how much how much you're afraid of it. Yeah. That's really what it comes down to is a personal fear, and it's just getting over it and saying, "Hey, this is what I'm doing. Like, it's gonna suck. Is there an opportunity? Is there a chance that I will fail? Yes, and it's probably a high chance yeah. that's going to happen. Yeah. But play the odds. Shoot for the moon. Yeah, might land amongst the stars. <laughs> Fuck, I hate Boom. you so much. Fucking love that one. God, that's so. I love that one. That's fucking G. Delilah. <laughs> that's all. So, I hear that. That's exactly what I hear. Don Morris. Don Morris makes it for two <laughs> weeks in a row. Don't fall down unless you're on trails. When it's going to happen regardless, tuck your arms in on the way down and roll through that shit. Unless you're near a side of a cliff, because that might prove to be a poorly thought out decision. It's funny because um, 
I don't know, probably a year and a half ago, Steve Hannes and I was doing a run at uh, Rocks and Roots Trail, mm-hmm. and I fell and busted my ass three fucking times on that goddamn trail. But all three of them, I did some of the most beautiful gangster ass just tucking and rolls. rolls I've ever done in my life, and I felt like a complete badass after every single one of them, even though I looked like a fucking idiot falling. Like, I got this. Times. I got yeah. this. So, but you know what's funny is that's actually it's true. Like if you try. Uh, oddly enough, talking about Steve on that run, it Steve jacked up his back uh, that one year up at um, oh shit, uh, Youngstown, uh, uh, um, Youngstown Ultra Trail Classic, Yutzi. They call oh, it yeah. Yutzi. Uh, all a simple stub. He stubbed his toe, and then instead of just like falling and rolling through, he kind of like caught himself yeah. going down and, and tweaked something. Somehow, in that he motion, he tweaked his lower back, and he had like some back pain for for quite a while. So. I don't know how much that lends to motivation, but it's just good sound. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's just it's just good sound advice. Fall. It's, it's good proof. Uh, good. Yeah. Uh, good. Uh, good. Uh, advice. Yeah. And when John and I were like kind of discussing this topic uh, earlier, we were trying to figure out like motivation stuff. So obviously, we asked for some like advice for new runners. So kind of like the a lot of it, I think, is like get out there, don't be afraid to do it. But motivation comes in, like in a few different factors. So we'll kind of like talk about talk about them probably like intermingled but and so you have the motivation to actually get started just like hey i'm gonna put on my shoes lace them up walk out the door and like do something and then you have the motivation of how do i push through real shitty sucky situations and then you have the motivation of how do i push through when i feel like i hit a plateau like i i've done i feel like i've done all i can do and i can't do better how do you like get out of that mindset yeah so i mean I guess like good. So I I think the first, the first one is like, how do you get out the door? How do you initially get started? That is going to be 100% on you as every individual person. Like what motivates Mm -hmm. me to get out the door is not going to be the same thing that motivates my wife to get out the door or motivates my daughter to get out the door and run or. Well, you you. are the reason your wife is motivated out the door because you're home. Eh, (laughs) I see what you did there. I see what you did there. It's less cheesy than your reach for the stars. I think it was kind of abstract. Somebody poisoned the water hole. <laughs> so, so I mean, it, it, whatever motivates you, whatever reason you want to get out and run, you, you just got to make it yours. And don't let anyone shit on your parade. Right. Don't let anyone tell you, that's a dumb reason, or that's not going to work, yeah. or you're not going to be able to do that. Anytime someone tells you you're not going to be able to do that, or that's a stupid-ass reason, that's another reason that you wake up the next day yep. or in and two do days it harder. and lace up your shoes and you go out there and you're like, fuck yep. you. And those you those kind of comments, I've, I can't remember the exact wording, but they, I've heard it's, it's a view of their own insecurities yeah. when they, when they show like jealousy against you or say something that's negative against yeah. you. It's showing their own insecurities that like, well, I think that's stupid because I could never do yeah. that. Yeah. That kind of thing. Anytime uh, you point your finger at somebody, there's four fingers pointing gosh, right back. My oh my goodness! God, the cheesiness is just this is flying tonight. Just, uh, we're making grilled cheese up in this bitch. See, I prefer that other than the four <laughs> fingers. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I agree with John there. It's like everyone has their own motivation of why they why they run. I started running because I needed something to do outside, and I only run races that support causes and. That sort of thing. So, that, like, yeah, I mean, you have to have your own reason or whatever gets you out the door. Yeah. Um, I think, like, pushing through the suck, I've had a few instances where, you know, you just feel like you hit just a snag where you're like, this, I, I don't feel good. And this is probably more like 
middle training, um, like middle of races where you're just like, I don't want to do this anymore. And you, it's kind of, you just have to have your goal in sight. Like it's all mental focus of, I need to get this done to achieve a, a bigger goal and, you know, just, just have to get through it. I can't think of like another way of saying, there's not like a surefire way, like, Hey, read this quote every single day and you'll want to go do it. You just have to know, like, how bad do you want something? Yeah. And are you willing to do whatever it takes to get to that point? Because it's going to take some blood, sweat and tears. Sometimes all three of those at the exact same time. If it was easy, everybody would do it. Exactly. That's one of my favorite marathon signs is if this was easy, it'd be your mother. (laughs) That's that's I'm like, you know what? That's awesome. I can get behind that. Literally. Pun intended. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, so for my thing, like my my go to of what gets me through the suck is it's it's it's. I mean, I think I've talked about it on this podcast before. It's it's whenever my I you know it, I it's it's me trying to imagine telling my wife or my kids I'm about to ready to drop out of a race, and my wife and my kids being like. Mm, no, you're not. Yeah, good try, bro. <laughs> Negative ghost rider. Yeah, that was a good talk. Can That's you what just, you thought. Can like, you go ahead and start running again, Dad? Here's your goo. Here's some water. I'll, I'll see you next aid station. But wait, no. But I said I was. I'm, yeah, that's cool. I'll see I'm you at six miles. Yeah. Bye, Dad. Love you. But no. like. Here. But that's not what I wanted. Yeah, so that's, I mean, that's my thing. Like for me, it's uh, back to, I guess, like a half a step backwards. You're talking about why you start running just to be outside. I start running for health reasons. Not always like in like maybe not the healthiest perception of what my health reasons should be, but you know, I, I remember, you know, X amount of years ago I was at this, you know, place in my life and I stopped doing a bunch of stuff and I got to a whole different place. And I'm like, mm. it, it, you wake up one day and you look at me like, what the fuck just happened? Uh, and so I was like, you know what? Time to get back to running. And that's, so that's why I started way back when, um, and I'm still trying to get at least somewhat ballpark close to back to where <laughs> I was. But uh, no, as far as like just going through the suck, I think the other part that really keeps you going through the suck sometimes is just knowing and here it comes. This is an old school, old school possum thought. Okay, that's a good one. This is why you keep going through the suck. It's very simple. It doesn't always get worse. And it's so true. It doesn't always get worse. So when you are just absolutely fucking miserable, you're like, fuck this. In your head at that exact moment, the only thing you're at that moment, your simplistic, raw human mind, the only thing it can perceive is if it fucking hurts this bad, it must hurt worse here in a couple. It's only going to get worse throughout. It's not true. Not at all. It is not true. So when you're at that point of suck and you're like, I cannot go another step, it's the total opposite. I'm here to tell you it's the total opposite. All you got to do is go another 5, 10, 15, 20 feet. And it is like fucking unicorn shitting rainbows. (laughs) You're like, oh, my God. How did I feel so shitty back there yeah. like 15 it, minutes ago? It doesn't make any sense. It, it makes zero sense. But like you said, it's it's our human mind just playing tricks of it's, like, what hurts now, it's going to hurt worse later because, yes. because I've, gotten, I've gotten this far yep. to, hurt, to hurting. Yep. Why is it, I have a quote that's sitting in, in, uh, in my office above my computer that I look every day. It's basically the gist of it is saying that like your, your body or your mind is going to quit before your body will. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And it's like your mind is going to say, you can't do this. And your job is to tell your mind, yeah. uh, STFU. Yeah. 
I mean, there, so that whole thought of your body will quit before your mind, or your mind will quit before your body will, that goes back to special ops training. Uh, like that's that's our whole mentality. Also, when you do special ops, you you'll, you they do seventy um, percent uh, more. Once you once you think you're done, mm-hmm. the reality of the matter is your body has seventy percent more to give. That's crazy. Every single fucking time. So you just got to get past that hump. Yeah. No matter what it, you know what? A lot of times, it, my family's right. A lot of times, it, just get to the next aid station. Yeah. Just tell yourself when you show up at an aid station, just lie to yourself and say, "Oh shit, I can't drop at this one." Right. And just get to the and next just, one. Yes, we watched uh, Mike hadn't seen Jamie's video that I did yeah. the one week video, so we watched that. Yeah. And Jamie brought up something that Mark Carroll said like a gazillion times, like with the hundreds and stuff like that, just make it to sunrise. Like if you're going to quit overnight, oh, just run, say, just keep going, the sun. run to the sun. And when the sun rises, then you can quit. Yep. And like, and they say, I mean, I don't know this, so I can't, I'm speaking from personal experience. John can, but when you see the sunrise, apparently it's like just magical. It's and you're like, I magic. You're like, okay, I, I can do this. Okay. Well, it'd be stupid to stop now. Right. <laughs> you know, you're like, you can finally see more than 15 feet in front of you. You're like, right. oh shit. You know, and like everything just kind of opens up and, and, and as this will sound super silly, but you just hear the woods open up around you. You know, you hear the yeah. birds start chirping, you know, like stuff just, everything around you comes back to life and you just come back to life. So no, as far as like your overnight runs, yeah, absolutely. Get to the sunlight, run to sun. And, and it's just amazing how much better you feel. Mm-hmm. Um, there was another one I was saying kind of, um, oh, uh, another way to kind of get through the suck. And, and going back to spec, um, it's micro goals. Okay, yeah, yeah. Micro goals. Yep. You know, if uh, if uh, micro goals, again, another really great way to think about it. And I've asked people ask me, how do you run that far? How, do you, how did you do that? And I'm working on my default answer being same way you eat an elephant. Just one bite at a time. One bite at a time. Yeah, that's that's the what I use with my <clears throat> run with purpose motto with all of my stuff. It's how do you do this one step at a time? Yeah, that's how yeah. you run a marathon. That's how you yeah. run a five k. It's how you run a hundred miles. It's one step at a time. You can't no matter, take two steps at the exact same time. Yep. No matter what race distance we're talking about, folks. I know there's people out there right now that's working on a thirty k for this coming Saturday. You are fucking awesome. I've got a friend now. She literally just texted me a, a picture. Uh, on Instagram while we while we've been recording, she wants to do the Hangry 5K and hasn't done a 5K in five years. And she'll be awesome for finishing a 5K. And now and th- and that's like yeah. And and you know how she's going to do that? She's going to do one step at a time. That one step at a time is going to lead to ten feet. That ten feet is going to lead to a half a mile. That half mile yep. may lead to a one K. And so on and so on and so on and so on. So when you are out there and you're in the world of suck, and let's say you've just left an aid station and you're like fuck Rutherford. He's talking about making it to the next aid station. This shit's eight miles down the right. down the trail. You know what? Fuck that aid station eight, eight miles down the trail. Find you a tree to run to. Yeah. Find you a, uh, a a rock outcropping. Find something to run to. And when you get to that, give yourself a little reward. Yeah. Give yourself a sip of water. Give yourself something. Right. Pat yourself on the back. It's, it's the small battles to win the war. Literally reach back and pat yourself on the back. It Here's another weird thing. I, oh God, I wish I could remember who to give credit to for this. Um, you know how people will talk to you. Uh, people always tell you to talk to yourself. Yeah. You're doing great. You're doing yeah, great. Positive. People, yeah. You're strong. Take that a step further and use your name. Oh, so you're talking to yourself you're like a talking, crazy person, but, literally. But here's the thing. 
our, our minds have gotten so used to us giving ourselves positive feedback. Right. But if if I sit here and I say, Jonathan, you are killing it today, you get this like immediately yeah. release of endorphins where like I got positive feedback from an outside source. Right. Your mind is so reptilian that you'll hear, oh, I just got positive feedback yeah. now. Your crazy, half drunk, tired ass mind yeah. doesn't realize it was literally you giving yourself. Yeah, like, Wait a second. Wait, where did that come that from? voice sounded familiar. That tree just knew my name. So it's funny you said like <laughs> reacting to like the people around you and that sort of thing. Yeah. Our, one of our Lyft drivers, this lady, oh, what was her name? It was Rebecca, I think was her name. I don't know why I remember this. She was driving us and we're talking to her stuff like that. And Mike and I are just like shooting the shit and talking. And apparently we said like a few cuss words. I don't, I don't know. We're just talking. Cuss words. Yeah. Whatever those are. And all of a sudden, like, she's like, yeah, and then my fucking ex-husband and blah, 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 blah. And she's like, Oh my goodness! I don't know why I'm talking like this. I don't do this. And she's like, it's because of the people around me. That's that's maybe it. And then she said that people may. I was trying to figure out where she was from. She's like, people say I sound like a New York Jew, and I'm like, oh my. I wasn't I wasn't gonna say it. <laughs> born and bre- born and bred in Chicago, and just has this like, like I don't know, matzo ball soup like really yeah like that's real hard, and she's like. <laughs> It's that's a whole other. Hold on. Sorry. That's, that's, uh, I went off uh, on motivation. For uh, that. According to my wife, I've made her the reason that she cusses also, whether for multiple reasons, I'm assuming. So, yeah. I mean, so, yeah. I wouldn't believe that. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Jen. Uh, lies. <laughs> yeah. All um, lies. But then the last part really of motivation that I like uh, Mike and I had talked about this weekend and I talked with John is like you had this motivation of. All right, you had you know you went through all the highs. You started running. It's like all right, PR after PR. You're knocking distance after distance, and then you hit all of your quote unquote goals, and then you just hit this like plateau where you feel like I'm not getting faster. I can't run further. Like I don't know what to do to like push myself to to the next level, if you will. And like for me, that's happened. <clears throat> That's happened sometimes when, before I w- made the step up to like doing the 50Ks and stuff like that, I was like, I don't know what else I want to do. Like I've done a few marathons, like, okay, it's a marathon now again. Like it just became, it became nothing to me. It didn't have like that extra like spark like it did in the beginning. Yeah. And what I did was literally just surround myself with new people. Yeah. People that hadn't done it before. And like you see the spark in their eyes and you remember like, oh shit, like That's I don't, why. I don't take any of this for granted. Like anytime yeah. I run, I get, I get super nervous for any race, like night before race, race yeah. morning, I've got like the shakes. I feel like I'm forgetting things. Like my mind is all, all the way messed up. And Kayla's like, it's another marathon. Like just go run it so yeah. we can go eat and drive yeah. home. <laughs> and I'm like, it's, but it's not. And yeah. that's like the weirdest thing. And I think that's my, my motivation is keeping things fresh in your mind Yeah. of, you know, it's, we, we have this, this gift to be able to run because people, there's not everyone can do this. Yeah. And to know that, you know, we're able to get this done, but have that in your mindset and just don't take it for granted because at any moment, I mean, a horrible example, you can get hit by a car. Yeah. Yeah. And you no can more be running. Working out. I, we've, I've been out to visit him a little bit recently. Yeah. He's, he's now one of her. Now we're lucky enough to have him as a listener now. Yeah. And, uh, a great example. You never know when it's going to be taken from you. Yeah. It's Scott Love. I mean, this is a man who has done multiple 100 milers, has done an insane amount of 100Ks, and, and what's he doing? He's lifting weights one day, and just like that, it's gone. Yeah. You know, so you just never know. So it's just every day, 
just be happy that you have the ability to go out and run and enjoy it. Cause if it's not fun, if you're not enjoying it, you're probably doing it wrong on some shape or form. Right. And that's what Mark Carroll and, and Chad say at all the time on the races. They're like, if you're running a trail race and like, you don't meet somebody new, if you don't make a new friend, yeah, you're doing this wrong. Yeah. You're, you're missing the entire point yeah. of the event. Yeah, for sure. Especially their events. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really like the idea of like working through the suck. Cause yeah, a lot it, and here's the other funny thing. When you're done, when you look back on the race, you are part of the race you're going to talk the most about. You're going to talk about the shitty part. The fucking suck. The suck. Like, no one wants to hear stories about how fucking awesome, like, it's perfectly beautiful. And they happen exactly the way we tell them. Yeah. There's no exaggeration. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was Bigfoot in the woods, <laughs> and he did throw something at us. Yeah, it did hail for six straight hours. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but you were only running for six hours and five minutes. Six straight hours. I, tell you, I want to tell you, five hours of fucking pure beauty. Uh -huh. no, no one wants to hear about like that day that was like, oh, it's a perfect 50 degrees, slightly overcast. No one talks about possum like, first year. <laughs> There's a possum first year? Yeah. Like, I just thought it went into the second year. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, yeah. Like, so like when you tell your stories, the suck yeah. is the fun part. It, I, it won't seem like it at the time. The suck is the fun part. Make micro goals make tell yourself positive you know positive thoughts yep. use your own name to get yourself through it i like that idea i've never thought about it's, using it's my awesome. own. i mean i i i, I give myself micro goals a lot you know who i think told me that i think as carolyn morgan was the one who taught me that okay i think god i wish i could remember because when the person told me that i'm like holy shit that, that makes sense genius like that is insane and i've actually caught myself doing it you're, and it, it it is so bizarre you're like you're doing good you're doing good no no john you are doing good and yeah. you're like huh. but like you said in that like mental state you're like there's people around in the woods it is trippy children it's, of the corn oh uh, little creepy little glowing eye blonde haired <laughs> freaks i that story i i saw somewhere where they ask what story shaped your life the most as a small like child or something yeah. like that it was like a weird like what horror story affected you the most or something like that and it is a tight race between children of the corn and it Ooh. So I've never seen it because I don't mind clowns. Yeah. But homeboy didn't look like a real good clown. So here's my thing. I watched, I mean, I'm 40 years old. So I watched the original it when I was like, Whoa, the original one. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Hold on. Wait, you're not the 2017. There's, there's another one. Um, no, I watched the original one. When I was like maybe 11 or so, maybe 10. My fucking dad. Let me watch it well, with him, with him. Oddly enough. Um, but the part of that that really fucked me up, it wasn't a clown. It was, I mean, she was, to me, at that age, at that time, that shit was scary as shit. Yeah. The part that really fucked me up is when she's in the in the bathroom and she's getting, and, like, the blood starts coming out. I would not go into our, I, by the way, I grew up in a, uh, like, at the time, the house was over 100 years old. At that time, mm -hmm. old farmhouse out in the country. Everything creaked. Uh. Everything groaned. I w and it was just dark. It was out yeah. kind of in a, it was in a very, very, very small village. Not even a city. It's a village. Um, so no street lights hardly at all out there. You know, it was just fucking dark. I would not go to the bathroom by myself at like 10 years old oh. forever. Um, Dad, come here. Yeah, hey. So that one fucked me up really bad. And then Children of the Corn, because like I said, I grew up in rural yeah. West Ohio. Uh, there is fucking cornfields all around our little city that we lived in. Like you couldn't drive five minutes away from my house. Fuck 30 seconds away from my house without being in cornfield, without being surrounded by cornfields. Um, and, uh, my older cousin, 
literally sat on me and made me watch that movie. And if I tried to act like I was asleep, he would fucking punch me or fart on oh. me or whatever to make sure I was, my eyes were open watching it. That movie terrified me as a kid. You got to love family. Okay. I wasn't a big fan. I'm not a big horror movie fan in general. I don't like like the jump scare kind of thing. Yeah. Like I can't do that stuff. Uh, the wife loves it. But like Puppet Masters. I don't know if I've ever seen it. Oh, dude, that is creepy. Yeah. I do not like porcelain dolls or any sort of like <laughs> thing like that. It is, it's a real weird one because it's one of those where it's just like a kid walks by and it's just like the, oh, yeah. just like chills right Good now just folks. talking yeah. about it, man. Ugh. Uh, what's but, the one with uh, uh, Johnny where uh, Jack Nicholas? He like uh, he's in they're in the old hotel. Jen is yelling oh at her gosh. radio right now listening to this podcast. My wife is a huge oh. movie buff, but he, even bigger horror movie. Um, Here's Johnny. Yeah, that movie, I, we could watch that right now, and I'm I'm having a hard time watching it the entire time. I'm like side eye watching oh. it, trying not to look at it. I Those two twin girls are freaky as shit in that movie. Again, never seen it because, oh. because, I, because I cannot watch that kind of thing. By the way. I'm assuming my wife will listen to this sometime late this week. She is talking mad shit. As, as, at it? At, she's texting you right she's now. She's talking mad shit. And then come pack a pickup for Seamus. Oh, and yeah. Or on race day, she's like, you guys are a bunch of pussy. Like, she'll be talking yeah. crazy shit. That's fine. Let her, let her talk. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I'll let her drown. <laughs> You're going in a mud puddle. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun in the mud. But yeah, so that's a, a little bit of our, our take on motivation. I mean... It's really about just, you know, motivation is a hundred percent mental and it's just getting over, getting over yourself, really. And I you mean, can't train for that. FYI. Yeah. You can mentally train. Oh, yourself for sure. And mentally train. Motivation. And we recommend you do mental, yeah. uh, mental training. Cause if you don't, you will get messed up. You yeah. will be in a very dark place and not know how to get out of it or yeah. think that it's the end and it's not coming back. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed that little, uh, little talk on motivation few things happening locally uh, this upcoming weekend. This will release on Tuesday. On Saturday is the Seamus Opossum 30K. Uh, if you're not running it, sold out. Uh, sold yeah. out in like two days. So yeah, if it's, yeah, that it's, shit went fast. It's been a long. It's been a long time since it's been sold out. But I mean, it's gonna be a money mess. Like John was talking about, the trails look pretty good as long as it stays cool and it's not staying cool this week. No, um, yeah, it's supposed to be like it's supposed to go up to like 50. I think that's awesome. Embrace to suck. Oh yeah, it's gonna be great. I will be uh, laugh at it, enjoy it. I'll be volunteering at Packet Pickup on at Stas on Friday night. So if you're listening to this, uh, just give us a shout out when you get there. Be like, hey, I listened to your thing that you talked about with with the microphones. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. what are you talking about? Um, oh, you know what we didn't talk about? We said we should start doing. We have to give a shout out to. Our I haven't gotten favorite to that yet. Review. Is that on the notes? It's not on the notes, but we're gonna do it in the recommended section. I should I should read the notes. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you ask, is that on the notes? I could have said yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh fuck. Yeah, yeah, oh, you're right. Let me scroll down just a little bit. <laughs> uh so yeah, so Seamus is this weekend. That's gonna be a fun time. Like I said, we pack a pickup. I'm actually out of town all week, so that's gonna be fun. Um another thing I meant to to bring up last week, there's a uh a group that we partner with for the Hangry Race series, um, called uh, community development for all people. They run like a food pantry and a fresh market and that sort of thing. And they just opened a brand new fresh market down off of Parsons. And I told Greg Henneman, 
he's a director over there that I would like, I would plug this cause it's a pretty cool thing that they're doing for the community. And it's not just like for people like in need and stuff like that. It's a great fresh market where you can get some really good produce at a really, really good price. So if you're in that area of Columbus, Southern Columbus, definitely check that out. Um, a couple other just recommend recommendations and stuff I have. I uh, just watched the ginger runners, uh, film where dreams come to die with a Barkley Barkley marathons. Yeah. And, I mean, he basically filmed for two years hoping that, um, and I'm, I literally, his name's escaping me now, uh, that he would finish it, and both years he didn't. So he's like, well, I've got to produce this movie. <laughs> got to do something with it. And it's literally called Where Dreams Come to Die. And, like, just reading that, you're like, well, obviously he didn't finish. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, gosh. And this is when, because this was this year when he he fell asleep on the trail. Gosh. Got disoriented because of the fog and stuff like that turned made a wrong turn so he came up to the finish in the wrong direction so he automatically disqualified because he came from the wrong direction even worse six seconds outside of, he it's, had 60 hours to do it and it was 60 hours and six seconds is yeah, what he finished he goes yeah you didn't get it yeah it, what's crazy is um i was was i watching the live stream of when that happened or something like that it's the red-haired guy he has a big a oh big God, beard yeah. and his name's escaping me. Yeah. I'm gonna what's pull it crazy? Now, so what's it. crazy is when he came in and uh, Lazarus was like, "Hey, you didn't finish." He's like, "Yeah, you're right." Yeah, cool. he literally he came in. And he's like, "I came the wrong way. I already know that's against the rules." Yeah, and what's crazy is people were fucking going nuts on yeah. social media toward Lazarus. Like that's bullshit. It's six. Gary seconds. Robbins. Yes, you should let him finish. Gary Robbins, by the way, has a great. Uh, ideology on how to survive in wilderness. Essentially, if uh, if you had to stand in place with what you had for, he has a time standard he has put on it. Uh, if you had to stand in place for X amount of time, would you be comfortable standing there? And if the answer is no, you did not pack properly. So it's, That's a, just nuts. it's a pretty good way to think about surviving out in the wilderness, but. But no, but so when Lazarus is getting blown up on uh, social media about, you know, that's bullshit, you know, he still came in. Uh, Colin's like, hey, no, like, you guys are insane. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. I came from the wrong direction. I, I finished over the time. Six seconds, one second, no, yeah. whatever. I'm over. I, I did not complete it the way I was supposed to. I, I just, I, like, I, you know, you obviously always respect that dude, but the level of respect that you have yeah. for him after that mentality just skyrockets. This is, this is the intro, and it's funny. I went right by the copyright that Ginger said, don't use any piece of this, but here it is. Oh. It's just funny. I'll show you the video, too. Hey down there, looks like somebody's getting ready to watch Where Dreams Go to Die, the tale of Gary Robbins and the Barkley Marathons. Now before you press play, let's make sure you're up to speed. Have you even ever heard of the Barkley Marathons? I have to- Pipe down, kid. We'll get there. <laughs> the Barkley Marathons is not what you think. It's not a 26.2 mile run around a pretty city. This isn't one of those cute little obstacle course races like where everyone gets a free headband. Like, like In fact, the Barkley crushes that candy. I like it. High Shut five up. fest where everyone gets a medal and cheap beer at the finish. We're talking about running five loops each summer between 20 and 30 miles, <laughs> climbing well over 60,000 feet of an off-trail unmarked 
throughout, all while trying to collect unique pages out of books hidden amongst trees, rocks, and giant briars that cut your flesh like razor wire. And Unknown Star Time announced to campus by the blowing of a conch shell, 60 hours to complete the entire thing, no GPS or watches permitted, and a guarantee that each year gets harder than before. A race director that's one part evil mastermind, one part stand-up comedian, and one part sadist. Good luck figuring out how to apply. Topped off with completely unpredictable weather, rain, snow, flooding, and fog you'd be lucky to see your own feet in. Thousands have attempted, but only 15 have ever finished the Barkley Marathons. So yeah, so that's that's kind of the Barkley Marathons. If you don't know the story, there is a documentary about it, um, but I would definitely check out Ginger Runner's film for that. Sorry if that was a little too long of a clip. I don't care. That's the one of the ones he charges for, too. Yeah, well, he... This is the first like full feature he's done. Yeah. So they went around, they did a film festival tour on it, and then they charged for this one. And later in the year, he's going to have it free on YouTube. Yeah. But I'm a like a big advocate, especially just being a filmmaker. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? If you like it, it's seven bucks. Right. It's seven dollars. Just buy it. Just, yeah. Like, don't Are be. You, a, do you know what kind of stupid shit you're going to spend seven bucks on tomorrow? Give the man seven fucking dollars. I know exactly what I'm going to spend seven dollars <laughs> on tomorrow. It's going to be stupid Starbucks at the airport. It's going to be <laughs> you dumb. You wish you could get out of that yeah. for seven bucks. Well, I'm 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 just getting a tea. <laughs> I get the chai tea latte, the the Oprah chai. Uh, uh, and then the other thing that I wanted to shout out because I've been meaning to do it for a week. So we have some pretty cool intro outro music from a guy called DJ Quads. He's on SoundCloud. Uh, he lets people use all of his stuff for vlogs and podcasts and that sort of thing. So love love his stuff. Um, I don't know if we'll use it on this one because I haven't heard what he came out with this week. Yeah. So that's that's that thing. Um, so what was the review? Oh. I, so the review that I found that I was like, that is, that's kind of funny and clever. I actually like that one a, a, a fair amount was, uh, it jazz? Oh, it, yeah, we found out who, we found out who cheesy nuts was, <laughs> which I, just the fact that he verified who cheesy nuts was for some reason fucking cracked me up. I'm like, well, there's your winner. Then, uh, cheesy nuts turns out to be Chaz. So, um, let me, I cannot find his review now. That sucks. Oh, I'll pull it up. So, um, but yeah, I up. saw that and I'm like, oh, well, there's our, there's going to be the winner. But he's like, he's like, I guess my one on iTunes wasn't good enough. Yeah. I need to get a sticker. I was yeah. like, it was just like, let's pull up the review. Uh, with this, as we're pulling it up, you can find all of our information uh, on our website at runningbeerandbs.com slash EP009. It'll have all of the show notes here, um, and you'll be able to find us on all the social medias at runbeerandbs. Where is his... Where did it go? I don't know. That's why it's this way. It's kind of Most bizarre. recent. Oh, here we go. I guess my review on Apple doesn't count. Great podcast. For, so it doesn't count because we were talking about we needed to, in order to send you guys some free stuff, <laughs> we need to have it on Facebook too. So I guess my review on Apple doesn't count. Great podcast for us trail folk in quotations. I look forward to it every week. These two put, t these two put together a great podcast that has, little, has a little something for everyone. Also, Cheese Nuts wants stickers. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, that's fucking awesome. So I don't know why that... John and I started like pricing out and trying to figure out what that's going to... What that entails to, to do stickers. But Jazz, you will get a sticker. Do not worry. Once we figure out how to rub our two nickels together. <laughs> yeah. <forward. laughs> yeah. So like we put two nickels together. How much more money can it make? And then so we'll go from Once there. we figure that part out. Yeah. Or we'll once I figure out how to hide a, like $100 from the wife in order <laughs> stickers. <laughs> 
One or the other. Like, what's this? What's this random charge from like Utah? Like, don't yeah. ask questions. It's <laughs> stickersforus.com. Yeah. No, no, no. No, 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 That is one of the other reviews that uh, the wife has given me just one-on-one is yeah. uh, if you guys ever plan on being anything bigger than Central Ohio, you've really got to quit talking shit about other states. No. <laughs> because I was making fun of Utah last week. Oh, you did say, yeah. <laughs> Would you say come for... Come for a vacation to leave on probation? <laughs> She's like, what? you are never going to go. No, you can. Like, totally. Yeah. yeah, fuck Michigan too while we're at it, you smelly ass. <laughs> Ann Arbor's a whore. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. All right. I mean... <laughs> Uh, I think we're fans of Chicago. Let's just start naming cities. I do like Chicago. Chicago is nice. Yeah. We'll have to talk about whatever we were going to talk about before that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, you can reach us out, reach out to us on all of the social medias at run beer and BS. Um, reach out to us, give us some beer recommendations, topic ideas, share some training with us, photos, uh, make sure you're leaving those reviews. We are going to be picking out our favorite review each and every week, sharing it on the podcast. And then we'll, uh, we'll send you something once we, uh, once we figure out what that something is. Once we have these nickels together. Yeah. If you uh, aren't subscribed to the podcast and you do like the podcast, or even if you don't, still just subscribe because, <laughs> you know, you might you might like an episode uh, that's coming up. And tell people about us. Yeah. You know, do that and, and review us on, on your favorite podcasting thing. We're actually going to be doing an uh, episode here shortly that's actually going to be geared towards non-runners. So we're going to tell all of uh, all of our listeners that are runners to just forward it on to their non-runners. It's mostly about like how for safety and stuff like that, like how to not be a dick when you see runners. <laughs> Maybe really. not swerve at them. Yeah, like start. at like at them. That's a start. Uh, we're Maybe elementary. Yeah. <laughs> so that's going to be a fun episode coming up here uh, soon. Uh, gosh, I think that's everything. I think we, we hit everything we were supposed to hit today. That's, Did we? I think so. That might be a first. Then we definitely missed something. If we think we got everything, yeah. we're going to go back and we'll just write that on the Facebook page. Like, hey, so we meant bye to bring bye. this up. Sorry, guys, but I don't have anything else for him. Johnny? Nope. Done. Peace. See you guys later.